What's up, guys? Welcome back to Zachary Reality. I am your host, Zachary Reality, and I've missed you guys. Well, you know, you know, um, I haven't done my podcast in two weeks. I took a brief two-week hiatus because I kind of just needed to kind of recuperate, focus on other things, just kind of get back into the groove. I think it's totally normal to take a break when you're producing a podcast show every single week. You know, there's a lot that goes into it. So I really just needed a little bit of a break to kind of get resituated. And now that I have a new season of The Bachelorette on to look forward to every single week, I had to get somebody on from The Bachelorette to kick off this new season of my podcast. I feel like this is like season two of my podcast. Like the first 11 or 12 episodes I did was like season one. Now we're on season two after the brief hiatus that I took. So I hope that you guys missed me. I'm sure you guys are all, you know, following me on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. So you couldn't have missed me too much. But if you missed the podcast, I'm so happy to be back. I will be back every single Thursday. I have awesome guests lined up, lined up. I'm going to be getting a lot of people from the Bachelor franchise on my podcast this season and the next couple of months, which is so beyond exciting. Um, and I really wanted to kick off this season of The Bachelorette with an awesome guest. So today I have Garen Flowers on. He was on Claire's season of The Bachelorette. I'm not saying Claire slash Tasha because unfortunately he was eliminated. He was sent home before Tasha even got there. When we got into it, he shared a lot of tea about Claire's season and about Claire. And, you know, he's actually also friends with Katie. So he was able to spill some tea on Katie's season, but not too much tea. You know how those ABC contracts work. And I actually got to, um, it's so funny. The reason I decided to have Garen on my podcast, well, first of all, he's the king of Clubhouse. Like he truly is. Like kind of like how I'm the queen of Bachelor TikTok. Garen is the king of Bachelor Clubhouse. But I actually just met Garen the other day um last weekend at the meet and greet or pop-up shop for the whatever the bachelorette was where I met Katie yes I did meet Katie the bachelorette if you're following me you guys know that um I got to meet Garen and I was like oh my god come on my podcast we really vibe so that's why I invited him on and I'm gonna share all about meeting Katie and what she was like um on my YouTube channel I have a new YouTube video coming on Tuesday sharing my experience meeting Katie opening up the PR box that I got um I got the bachelorette PR box so I'm freaking out I was freaking out on um, Tuesday when I, or Monday when I got it. So, um, I'm going to talk a lot about that. If everyone is wondering, oh my God, what was Katie like this, that, and the other thing, YouTube video coming on Tuesday. But today we have Garen on here to dish on the bachelorette, his time on the show, his time with Katie, what he thinks of this season, what Garen is doing in real life. Everybody, you have to follow Garen, get to know him. Um, so I'm going to play the interview and then we'll touch base at the end of the podcast. Garen, welcome to my podcast. I am so happy to have you here. How are you doing today? Uh, Zach, I'm doing very well. I'm excited to be here and uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. So thanks for having me. Yeah. So we actually met literally like three days ago, maybe yes. four. And yes. I was like, you need to just come on my podcast and we need to just continue our conversation from where we left off. <laughs> it's like this conversation is going so well we got to record it so I'm glad that exactly you're here now yeah so thanks and so much. you are actually my first Bachelor Nation contestant I've ever had on my podcast the first yeah isn't that crazy that that is crazy I would have assumed you would have had a a bunch of contestants yeah so I'm honored to be the first I would assume that too. I've only been doing it for about two months and I started off getting a lot of different like influencers and like a few people from like Bravo and stuff. But I just, I haven't dipped into The Bachelor yet because I was waiting for the show to start. Yeah. And now we're here. 
Well, I'm honored. You never forget your first. So I'm honored. No, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so why don't you tell everyone what were you doing when we met the other day? Where where were we? Yeah. So we were in Santa Monica at an activation for the Bachelorette. They were uh, marketing the start of the new season, season 17. And uh, you were meeting Katie Thurston, the Bachelorette. And I was saying hello to her because she's a friend. So that's how we met. Yeah. So how long have you been friends with Katie? I've been friends with Katie since about um, uh, February. Uh, You know, uh, as you know, I've kind of been the main face of contestants on Clubhouse, the new app, the audio app Clubhouse. And I was just running a bunch of rooms that were Bachelor Nation related. She came into one of the rooms. We got the chatting and a few other people. And now we have this like cool little group of us that that keep in touch. Oh, cool. So who else is in this Bachelor Nation group? Oh, it's, it's a few of us. Uh, we've got uh, LC from uh, Love is Blind. So we've got a little bit of crossover. Ooh, okay. And uh, Brett Bergara, uh, who, who tweets a lot about, about, uh, yes. about the world and then just some other contestants from the show. I'm not sure if they want me to mention their names or not. but <laughs> Okay, yeah. So it's never never a bad thing to name drop around here. Exactly. <laughs> so you've been friends with you. So you became friends with Katie before she started filming The Bachelorette. Yes. Yeah. We became friends before then. Like re- literally when her season was still airing, uh, we became friends. Oh, okay. So you had no idea she was going to be The Bachelorette until the world know, or did she tell you before? Uh, I found out when the world knew. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, obviously the rumors were out there. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we would like mess around with her like, oh, you're going to be The Bachelorette, you know, mm-hmm. but she, she kept it hush. And then we found out when the world found out. Yeah, she kept it really hushed because I remember when the rumors were going on, she went on her Instagram and was like, rumors, news to me. I am not going to be the bachelorette. She tried to play it down and I actually like believed her, but I'm like, no, the producers are probably telling her like what to post and she couldn't say anything, but you actually did just see her a couple weeks ago in San Diego. I peeped your Instagram with a whole little crew. So did you get any details on the season? <laughs> so um, I personally wanted to be respectful of, of her. So I didn't want to put her in that position to, you know, give me any tea. Um, so, you know, I, I think that um, between, you know, two people who both have been on the show and uh, have that experience, we were able to share some of the behind the scenes stuff that we both have been through. But um, you know, I'll keep that with us. We can't, I, I can't share that with, with the world, but of course, but we definitely having been through that process, shared some of our experiences and San Diego was, was so great. And, and she's just such an awesome person in, in real life. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess I can tell that now too, since I was able to meet her a few days ago, she's so awesome. And she seems so like normal, I yeah. think, but um, from all like the previous bachelorettes, like she just seems so cool and chill. Like, I feel like she doesn't even realize she's on a TV show. Like it doesn't really seem like her thing. You know what I mean? Like, she's not like living for the attention. She's not like, she doesn't seem like she's super even, I don't want to say in- enthusiast, enthusiastic about it, but she just really seems so low key. Um, do you think that she's just like, is she like living to be the bachelorette or did it kind of just fall on her lap and she's just going along? Like, was she a big fan of the show? I, I think you explained it well. Um, I think you, you you really got a good sense of her vibe just on the short amount of time that you met her, which is great. And she's really down to earth and just super cool. So not to like diss any other Bachelorette, because I guess the only other one I've met is Claire. But, you know, Claire was cool, you know, and I don't know any other Bachelorettes, but there is something about Katie where she's very down to earth. And like you get this sense that she loves and enjoys being the Bachelorette because it could lead to love. 
but at the same time, she knows that she doesn't need it. And it's not like yeah. something that she has to do for television or for fame or whatever. She really values the love aspects. And that's a really cool thing to learn about her. And I think she was a fan before. I think she would watch the show and uh, a message the other day of her and Caitlin Brist- of her and Caitlin Bristow's DMs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really cool how full circle that's come that she was able to meet Caitlin and, and have Caitlin as kind of her men- mentor on this season. It's totally full circle. Um, so let's talk a little bit about her premiere. Let's let's dish into it. Um, so the first episode was this week. Finally, I we both I've probably been talking about this for so many weeks before it actually came. Like I'm like, okay, finally it's here. Um, yeah. Did you watch with anybody? Did you go to like a watch party or did you yeah. watch yourself? One of my guy friends, uh, we watched the show together. He uh he would come to some of my watch parties for my season and mm-hmm. then him and i watched a lot of episodes uh, of matt james's season so he knows who katie is and so that was the same guy that i watched uh the premiere and he's a, a pretty big host in, uh entertainment guy here in los angeles oh cool so were you a big fan of the show before you started watching I was not. So I had never seen a full season of the show. I think I had watched one episode years ago because there was a girl that worked at the same TV station as me that mm-hmm. was on. So I watched her episode because I think she went home night one. And then I watched one episode of Bachelor in Paradise when I was uh, moving to Los Angeles. I was like, what is this show about? And then, uh, so I watched one and episode. You, and then you end up on the show. Then I end up on the show. So I had seen two episodes. And then how I ended up on the show, Zach, is I was watching Listen to Your Heart. Uh, the Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart, because two of my friends were on there. So I was watching it and they kept advertising Claire Crawley. And I was like, man, Claire is beautiful. So I was like, I want to meet her. I don't want to go on a show. I want to meet her. But going on the show is how that'll happen. So that's uh, that's that's how it went down. Did you apply to the show or did you know someone behind the scenes that kind of got you connected in casting? I applied. I, I cold applied. I went to the website mm-hmm. and put my name in and all my information. And I guess they liked what I had to say. Wow. Because I feel like a lot of people these days get on the show by knowing someone behind the scenes. Um, Andrew S., I believe he's on this season. He's cousins with Clay, who was on another season. Oh. We've seen it throughout the years where, like, I mean, you, you said you weren't watching, but, like, Raven, this girl, she got Tia on the show. It seems like a lot oh, of people right. can get their friends on the show. So the fact that you can even get on the show just by applying, I think, is pretty awesome, considering how many people apply. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate you saying that. And yeah, a lot of people are brought on through connections. A lot of people were nominated by someone. A lot of people, uh, the producers will reach out to, you know, uh, just because they, they just like their Instagrams or yeah. they, they seem like good guys. So um, I would say the guys that apply themselves are probably the least amount of people that are picked. So I was very honored and appreciative of the casting team for believing in me in that way. Did you know what you were walking into? Because, you know, Bachelor Nation is such a huge fandom. Like, even if you weren't watching the show, you still have to be aware of, like, how popular it is and, like, how hard the fans go. I mean, I've been watching for, like, over 10 years. So, like, I would love to get on this show if they can ever kind of diversify it a little bit more. Um, But did you have any idea what you were walking into? Dude, Zach, I had no clue. Um, I had watched Listen to Your Heart, and obviously that was a very different type of season. Yeah, so it was a spinoff. So I, I didn't really get a true essence of what it was really like. And then I think I think I got a vibe for how big the fan base was when I found out about some of the bloggers, you know, Reddit, uh, Reality Steve, uh, all the people that were reality. 
Exactly. Uh, so <laughs> when I saw a lot of the people t- talking about it, I was like, huh, I don't know any other shows where people really talk about the cast before the show even airs. So, oh, yeah. Um, so that's when I started to gather a big sense of how how large the fan base was and how um, ingrained it is once they announced that I was going to be a part of it. We're, we're really hardcore. But now you're you're watching Katie's season. You watched part of Matt's season. You went on the show. Are you now like a big fan? Are you going to be watching every season now? Yeah, I'm a huge fan now because I feel like I'm a part of the family. So, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of the women from Matt James's season, I've been able to meet, not a lot, but I've been able to have conversations with several of them. And so then Katie and I became pretty good friends, as well as Cassandra and Alana. So I'm definitely a big fan of the show, especially knowing some people. And it's really, really cool. Um, so yeah, I watch it. I watch it every every week now. Oh, perfect. All right. Well, then we'll have to have you back before the end of the season, or we'll have to like go to a, a watch party or something. There, I went to a watch party the other night it's in like valley village at this bar they're doing it every single monday and i loved being around other people and like watching the show and drinking and stuff but then i couldn't hear all the words yep so i'm like can't do it gotta watch by myself with my notepad next week cannot miss it it always seems like a good idea when there's people around and booze and all that stuff uh-huh. and you can't hear what's going on or you miss something that's happening you're like oh okay I need to watch this on my own or with, with yeah. people. <laughs> it's not because it's not a sporting event. It's like sporting events. You can miss words and stuff. The Bachelorette, you miss one word or one little scene. You have no idea what's going on. You've got to rewatch the whole thing. If, if uh, yeah. one little scene or one little part, uh-huh. you got to rewind to it or go back and watch the episode. So I'm thinking um, about it, but I'm, I just don't, I cannot sit through a two hour episode of The Bachelorette. Like I can't, I already watched it once. I'm not going to rewatch it. I'll catch up. It's a lot. I feel like my my three episodes that I was on, I watched with people. So it was hard for me to really soak in how I came off on the show. So mm-hmm. I think I probably need to go back and watch my episodes again, too. Just yeah, to- that'll be fun. So you went on Claire Crawley's season. Did, what did you know about Claire? You said you thought she was beautiful. You don't really know the train wreck that was Claire because <laughs> she has been on the show five times before she was The Bachelorette. So you did not really know much about her. What did you know about her? So... Obviously, there was that weird scene where uh, one of the guys from the show was like, oh, I don't really know much about you. And she sent him off. Yeah, was his so name I, Brandon? Yeah, Brandon. I so, loved that guy until that scene. Really cool. I thought they were going to bring him back for Tasha. I thought they were going to bring all of us back, you know. But um, yeah. but, but he's a cool guy. And I actually knew a good bit about her because I, you know, I had uh, researched her. It's, the, it's to the point where you want to research, but not too much, mm-hmm. you know, so... I left some to the imagination. So it's like, I'm getting to know you the same way you're getting to know me. But I also went in knowing that like, she has been on the show a good amount of times and has done a lot of podcasts. So to go in there and not know anything, I, I felt like just would have been silly. Um, yeah. you know, so what I knew about her was she had been on the show multiple times. I, I never was able to see any of her seasons, but I was able to see clips on YouTube. Oh gosh. Did but, you yeah. see the raccoon scene from Paradise? Yeah. Yes, I did see the. Did you see the scene of her telling off Juan Pablo? Yes. Yep. Those are the ones that were like right there, front and center. <laughs> those are the top two of her most iconic moments. But she's she got it. She was just in so much drama. She gave us really good TV. Um, yeah. Before, I will say that she, I loved her the first time she was on, and then every single time she went on after that, you know, she actually holds the record of most times on any Bachelor Nation, like most appearances. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, her and um. I think, I. I think I think her and Chris Bukowski are like up there. Yeah. Oh, Chris. No, Chris beats her. 
because Chris was on Paradise three times. She was only on Paradise twice. Yeah. And so one interesting tidbit I learned about Claire was um, I hadn't been drinking uh, for about a few, a couple months because I had uh, gotten out of a relationship that was, was, I was blindsided by, you know, it was a great relationship and I thought it would have lasted, but um, you know, it takes two to tango, but one to let go and she had let go and it was very frustrating. So I stopped drinking and really started working out and just grind, on the grind and, and just, you know, learning more about myself. So I was a little antsy going into it because I was like, I don't, I don't want to drink, you know, going into this process. I found out on a podcast that Claire doesn't drink. So that was perfect. Oh, so wow. I drank my whole time there. Wow. Cause a lot of the contestants get really drunk on the show and make a fool out of themselves. So you were only on for about, you said three, three episodes. So how many weeks is that? That's two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks, three episodes. And did you feel like you formed a connection with Claire? Yeah, I felt like we formed a connection. Uh, we really shared some cool things about each other and we had some good laughs before I was sent home. So um, I thought we were, but you know, at the end of the day, she wasn't into it and she sent me home, unfortunately. Were you blindsided when she sent you home? Oh, completely blindsided. I mean, everyone was. Uh, I spoke to a lot of the guys afterwards and they were like, we saw you talking to her and she was laughing the entire time. And what do women, what do all women say that they like? You know, they say they want someone who can make them laugh and someone who makes them feel good. And I felt like I make her felt, I, I think I made her feel good and made her, I know I made her laugh. Like I was there. And so I, I was completely blindsided that week because I really felt like I was behind. You know, there were a lot of guys that were going on dates with her and I knew I was towards the back end. So I knew I was under the gun towards the end. But I also made an impression before I left. So I was like, okay, I'm good this week, you know? And then um, I, I shouldn't have let my guard down because as soon as you think you're good, you're yeah. not. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I got completely blindsided. But what made me feel good was like the guys said they were blindsided too because just they just didn't see it coming. Wow. Who now, when Claire was the, the bachelorette, she was only the bachelorette for like a few weeks and she was really gushing over Dale. Did you notice that? your first couple of weeks there, or were you kind of not really paying attention to all that? Yeah. So, so I've mentioned um, in some other interviews that I had a front row view to her uh, love. Falling for in love with Dale. Yeah. Because the way, the way it works is, and, and you see it in the, in the episode that she's talking to guys back to back to back, you know, it's not very long. You get to talk to her. Well, there was a moment of time where she was away for a while and I was like, what's going on? And I'm not here to talk to these dudes. You know, either the first night, I don't care about them. Obviously, I built a strong relationship with these guys and I love them now. But the first night, I'm like, I don't care about these dudes. I care about Claire. And she was gone for a minute and I went to go look for her, the, being the curious uh, journalist that I am. Mm -hmm. And I found her and she was under this beautifully lit uh, tree uh, on a park bench talking to Dale and they were holding hands. And I was like, oh, that's intense. And I was like, is she, is it because he's a smooth guy and just like really, you know, is, is putting on the, the, putting on a show right now, or is it, you know, something that all the guys are doing. And so I definitely, that, that opened me up a little bit to be a little bit more comfortable with her seeing that. But at the same time, I did realize how impactful their relationship was right away. That was night one. Wow. So do you have to get permission from the producers to talk to the lead like while they're talking to someone else you know how we always see can I steal you for a second so I just think it's weird that you maybe just like saw her because I, I we all imagine watching that the producers like have you guys sit on the couch and they don't let you like talk to her until you get permission yeah I can't really give too many details about the uh, behind the scenes process but just know that 
if you're not aggressive, you you won't talk to the lead. You know, mm-hmm. so at the end of the day, regardless of what happens with producers, if you yourself are not aggressive and going to, you know, make your presence known, then you won't you won't get that time. You won't get the time to lead, or you won't get any airtime on the actual show. Pretty much. Wow. That's crazy. So Claire, you know, she leaves with Dale. So when did she leave with Dale? About the, the week after you left? Um, yeah, it, it wasn't long after I left that I saw some of the reports of what had happened. And so it was very frustrating to see that because had I made it to one more rose ceremony, I would have uh, been there for Tasha. Wow. That sucks, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you think that you, you, you could have had a chance with Tasha? Like, obviously she's engaged now, but yeah. It would have been nice for you to at least be able to meet her. I, I love the connection she has with Zach. I think that's great. Um, it would have been nice to have met her, you know, just to just to see what, what could have been. But I'm just like a, a firm believer and everything happens for a reason. So the fact that I didn't meet her and she found this great connection with Zach, who's a great dude and just doing amazing things in life. I'm, I'm really happy for that. So I'm not back then I was upset. But on the back end, I'm like, oh, everything worked out the way it was yeah. supposed to, you know, and mm-hmm. You see when people do the work, what happens. And Zach has been doing the work. You know, he's been um, just been such a good role model and family man and uh, just doing his thing. And the work has paid off. You know, now he's uh, in a position of, of, of having found love. And him and Tasha are in love because everyone keeps saying they don't post together enough. They're never really seen together. But as far as what you know, they're actually together and happy. Yeah, as far as I know, you know what I mean? And I think that they post enough, you know, I see enough to where I'm like, cool, like uh-huh. happy. She seems happy. And no, but if, if they don't post for like two, three weeks, I have like 10, 15 DMS on TikTok. like do an update on them, do an update on them. What's going on <laughs> every single, if they don't post for a couple of weeks, they untag each other. People really think that they are like not together. I think people have to realize that even public couples want privacy i'm away from yeah from social media and privacy so like you have these um instagram couples and and youtube couples and tiktok couples that build a brand Mm -hmm. off of being in a relationship so i feel like those are the type of things where like every video you want to see them together because that's the brand they built a lot of their pages have both of their names in them but when it comes to a relationship like that yes they did it in a public way but they don't have to post each other every day or even if even if they didn't post each other for six months, I wouldn't think anything unless mm. it was announced or or there was a clear issue yeah. that that happened where it was like, oh, there was footage of them arguing or something like that. Like for me, if they didn't post each other for six months, I wouldn't care because it's like that's what I would want. I don't want to post my girl every single day, all every single week. Like I want to be able to have time away and, and show who I am, my identity. I want Zach to be able to show Zach and Tasha to be able to show Tasha and not you know, be, just be all about each other. Yeah. You know? I, I feel that. I think every relationship is different, but it's different because these people are meeting on TV. They're not meeting on social media. So you right. do make a good point that their, their brands might be together, but their social media, it's separate from what happens on a reality show. Now, how many guys did they bring back? Cause I don't remember when Tasha became the bachelorette. Didn't they bring a few guys back from who were eliminated or no? No, they didn't bring back any eliminated guys. They just brought in a, a new group of guys. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was for all new people who had not been on the show yet. All of us that had been eliminated previously, which was like six of us, six or seven of us, maybe a little bit more, maybe like eight or nine of us, um, we never got brought back. 
So do you guys go right home after, or do you have to like stay in the hotel or the area for a couple of weeks? Um, it's different per person. Um, I can't uh, really give that, give yeah. that out, but it's different per person. ABC is so strict <laughs> rules. Cause I've talked to people from other shows and it's just, it's just not like that. Like ABC has oh. such a crazy policy. That's interesting that from other shows, it's not as uh, strict. I didn't know that. Well, maybe I'm like getting a little confused. So like what people are telling me off camera and on camera too. Right now we're recording. I usually get a lot more tea after these interviews are over. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. My, maybe my memory is getting jumbled up, but I've just always felt like ABC was just so like on top of it with like yeah. everything. I think this show is notorious for having, you know, a very big uh, secretive uh, nature to it, you know, which is, they're, it's like a, it's like a private, it's like a private company. They're allowed to do what they want. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, you know? Yeah. So did you end up going to the men tell all? Cause they had to do that different um, that last year because of COVID. I did not get invited to the men tell all. <laughs> they, they stopped inviting people like the past few years. They, they really stopped inviting people who were eliminated early or even sometimes people who like made it pretty far. Like Kelly Flanagan wasn't even on Peter's season which I guess maybe they were dating or something was going on. That could be why, but they really stopped inviting everybody. It's kind of like not fair. You probably really wanted to go, right? I would have loved to have gone. You know, I, I had a pretty intense experience and, you know, I had a really big moment. There was the dodgeball game where, you know, we were asked to strip the team, the losing team of the dodgeball game and my team lost. And we sat there and didn't know what to do because we, we didn't think that Claire and Chris Harrison were going to make us strip naked. And you see the scene where I'm like, you know what? You say you want to see some balls, you know, and, and F it. And then I then I, I dropped my pants because I was like, you know what? I'm not a sore loser. You know, as a man, I, I signed up to do this. And if the other team lost, I would have wanted them to have done, done it. Um, I hate that they asked us to do that because I don't think that that's uh, uh, you know, a classy thing to ask someone to do. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we lost and I did it. Um, so I was the one that sparked that. And then you see the other guys are stripped after, after myself. And so that was a big moment. And then that led to the Yosef moment where Yosef went off on her and he was invited back. So I thought that I would have been invited back at the fact that I did have this big moment that I, yeah. that I, that I led the charge, but I guess they, they weren't interested in bringing me back. So. Yeah. And you mentioned the other day that you're friends with Yosef. So were you, uh, what was your thoughts seeing him argue and what he said to Claire? It was very frustrating because, you know, he was making some good points. You know, obviously, as I just said, I didn't like that they asked us to strip and mm-hmm. meant it. And, and we ended up doing it. Um, you know, afterwards, I felt pretty bad about it. And just I just really I just really didn't like it. You know, I just I just felt dirty. And um, the guys reassured me, like, it's not you. Like, any, if anything, you you were a leader and you stepped up to the plate and you did it, you know, um, which was re- very reassuring. And Yosef, I was disappointed because he seemed like he could be a nice guy. But then did that and, you know, brought up some good points. And Claire was listening to him. If you look at Claire, yeah. she was listening to him. She was nodding her head and was very receptive to what he had to say until he went off onto a tangent about, I'm ashamed to know you. And I wouldn't want my daughter to have you as a yeah. mother. Then it was just like way too much. She just went too I will far. never want you to be the mother of my children. But like how much of that was Claire's fault and how much of it was just like the production and Chris Harrison that were saying you have to strip. Like Claire doesn't make those rules. Well, at the end of the day, you're you're the lead. So it, it, you, you saw none of that really happened with Tasha. You know, uh, Tasha's was Tasha's season was very different from Claire's season. So at the end of the day, I think that it may have been her idea, it may have been producer's idea. Who knows? But she signed up for it. You know. Well, all hail Queen Tasha because she really saved your season of The Bachelorette. Um, 
what, what was your kind of reactions to um, the entire Bachelor Nation really hating on Claire? Do you think that was like, it was like a love to hate, like it was kind of warranted or is she, is she like bad in real life? Is she not a nice person? So it's twofold. So obviously I was very upset about the dodgeball game. Mm-hmm. Obviously I was very upset about being sent home. So those things I clearly didn't like about her, but the interactions we had one-on-one were great. And she was very down to earth. She listened. She looked at me in my eyes. She paid me attention. Even though she was, you know, into Dale night one, she didn't just, she didn't like not pay me any mind, especially I was the guy who went after Dale and she still seemed present, even though she had just been with the guy who she, you know, fell in love with. So I appreciated her for that. So I think it's easy to be criticized as the lead. And I think some of the criticism, yeah, I think some of the criticism is warranted clearly, you know, what, what you give off is what you reap what you sow. You know what I mean? The criticism that Claire got wasn't the same criticism that Tasha got, you know, because Tasha and Claire are two different people. Yeah. But I think some of it was warranted and I think some of it wasn't warranted, like any hatred or nasty comments or people going to like spam her social media with yeah. negative negativity, I don't think is ever warranted or, or cool. Um, but at the same time, also, you know, I, I think that some of the things that people had to say, like in the media and stuff was, was pretty fair. That's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, we love, sometimes we really love to hate these reality characters when there's a villain and it's not, it's not necessarily personal. It's more of just like, it's just really fun to hate on them. So I guess in a way you might've, you're kind of lucky you got escape three and escape. You got to escape out there and let Yosef kind of take the heat on that because he really became one of the biggest villains of the show. And I'm really hoping that he goes to paradise to kind of get his redemption story. But I guess we will have to wait and see on that. We know that they are possibly, they started to film paradise this week. There is, um, I don't know if you saw online, there's, and I did a couple of videos about it. A lot of people are already confirmed to be filming there. Um, what are your thoughts on some of these people that are already in paradise? You know that you're not there. You're here. Um, we got Queen Victoria is there. You Maybe you'll show up. Um, from your season, I know Noah is there. Ivan, Joe, a few other people. Is there any of your friends that you're like rooting for already? Or you got to, you can't say anything. Well, you know, I could get a call at any point. You know, if they're filming mm-hmm. right now, you never know. They might bring yeah. me in. I'm just kidding. They're, they're not interested in me. I don't know why. I didn't get invited to the Mentel All. I didn't get invited to Paradise. But it is what it is. You know, I think that um, they they have their people that they want to see and talk to, which is fine. You know, I, I think that they gave me an opportunity and a chance to be on the show in the first place, which I'm very grateful for. Um, you know, do I wish that they would reach out to me for other stuff? Yeah, but um, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. And, and I've talked to friends and family about that stuff. And um, so I'm, I'm, you know, at peace with it. As far as supporting people who are there, uh, I don't really know who's there for sure. You know, I, I'm the same way as you where I'm hearing about who's there. But um, I'm very supportive of the guys from my season. Uh, you know, if Ivan's there, I think he's a great dude. And yeah. obviously the fans love him. He's such a solid guy. Um, yeah, who are you closest with from your season? So I'm, I'm close with Chasen. Mm-hmm. I'm close with Spencer uh jay Jay, uh he wasn't on there that much but jay smith uh chris conran from night one 
uh, 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 Blake Moines, you know, we're, we're cool. Um, Blake, Blake is pretty cool guy. Easy. I'm, I'm pretty cool with easy. Um, and I'm very cordial with the other guys, you know, R- Riley, we talk every now and then. Yeah. I'm, I'm very cordial with all the guys, but the ones I mentioned are sort of the ones I'm closest to and talk to the most. Uh, and Zach J as well, Zach Johnson. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Hopefully there's like more uh, events and stuff, and then you can kind of get to know more people in the franchise and just in the reality world. If, you know, things ever open up again and get back to normal, which we are really starting to get there. Um now you're also um, on Clubhouse. You are the king of Clubhouse, I would say, in Bachelor Nation, because that's how I honestly discovered you. Because, yeah, I remembered your face and everything. But when I saw you the other day, you were like, I'm surprised you know who I am. And I was like, honestly, I really only know you from Clubhouse because I would have forgot. Um, how did you kind of get big on Clubhouse? Because you truly are like the Bachelor god of, of Clubhouse. I'm going to give you that title. How did I get big on Clubhouse? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I love this question because, you know, I love Clubhouse. Uh, first yeah, of all, yeah. I, said, I said Zach Johnson. I don't know why I thought Johnson. Jackson, Zach Jackson, he's a good friend. He lives in uh, Utah. Does he um, go home early? The guy that was in the pool scene with Claire and and was supposed to go on a date with her that night, but she didn't show up. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he was just a very nice guy. And, um, you know, he got a tough edit or whatever, but he, he, is, a, he is a nice guy. So Clubhouse. A friend of mine in November of last year said, hey, you should get on Clubhouse. It would be great for you because he knows I'm a host. He knows I'm a journalist. Mm -hmm. And Clubhouse is great for conversations. It's great for interviews. It's great for connecting with people. So he said, you'd be great on Clubhouse. So I get on Clubhouse and I'm just kind of, you know, messing around and and just kind of playing with the app. And I I couldn't really find my my niche. I was like, you know, I'm just kind of hanging out. You know, what, what do I talk about? Um, so I, I hosted a room once and that was it. And I kind of just, you know, was playing around, but never really got too big on it. Then in January, some Bachelor fans found me. I don't know how, but some Bachelor fans found me, and asked me to pop into a room. And I was very reluctant because obviously I'm on contract. So mm-hmm. I was very reluctant to go into there. Just wanted to be very careful. And I went into the room and I told them, you know, I can't talk about anything but about my season or about anything behind the scenes, but I can give commentary on the franchise and about, um, you know, the current season coming up. So that was great. So I went into one room and then I went into another room and then I went to another room. Like people just kept inviting me. So it just was fun. It was a lot of fun. And I kept on going and kept on going into different rooms and then out of nowhere, um, this person who works with influencers um, uh, through our marketing, through our PR company, reached out and was like, hey, would you want to interview Queen Victoria, you know, Victoria Larson? And I was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a you know, I'm a, I'm a host and a, and a journalist and an interviewer, mm-hmm. so I would love to. And I interviewed Victoria, and that was incredible. What a great experience, you know, to meet the person who was like the big villain of this season and to really um, – break it down what happened why why were you portrayed in this way who are you for real you know are you an actor are you real was that stuff you did real you know so that was crazy and then i started hosting my own rooms and i just started blowing up on clubhouse as the the main bachelorette guy and you are yeah i appreciate that um what was what was like one juicy thing victoria said what was something you learned about her um it's so long ago i'm sitting back i remember uh one juicy thing that she said queen victoria queen vic she what was she like 
she 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 was she was she was cool. She was cool. I, you know, when you only spend thirty to forty five minutes with someone, it's hard to know who they really are. But mm-hmm. she was cool. She 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 talked about her experience. I think that she said that one juicy thing is she said that she was like sorry for some of the stuff that she had done, like the way that she was portrayed. And you know, she said that behind the scenes they were they were more cool than anything. Like the relationship with the with the girls was a lot more cool than what was shown. And um, so they just showed sort of just the bad stuff that she was doing and not really the context and um, that she's not as uh, monstrous as, as she came out to, to scene. Yeah. Well, she'll be in paradise this summer, so I'm sure she'll get a redemption story. This is just me talking, not Karen. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Katie's season uh, real quick before we kind of wrap up. You watched night one. Do you know any of the guys on the show already? Have you connected with any of them? I do. Okay. I do. Which I one? went to high school with John Roll, please. Carl Smith, the guy who they're showing a ton. Uh-huh. The, oh, um, cool. Yeah, yeah. The guy who uh in the promo was like, I'm not here for love, I'm here for followers. Yeah, like, which could have been like edited, like it was clearly edited. Yeah, I don't think he said that. So I'm waiting to see what, what happened. But yeah, me too. But 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 that guy, for people who want to know, that's just context. But um, he's the one who was talking a lot episode and i went to high school with him i was class of 04 he was class of 05 so we were very close we're very close in age and i didn't know him well in high school but i would see him around a lot and a lot of people that i am close with he's close with so that's really interesting and then there's a uh there's another guy that just like reached out and we've just been chit-chatting and just sharing his experience so so yeah oh cool so who are some of your favorites on the show right now and you're no spoilers right because he didn't tell you anything no spoilers, no spoilers. Katie didn't tell me anything, so I don't know anything. I really like uh, John John Hersey. I think he has a good vibe and presence to him, you know, and he's a San Diego guy, which we love. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Greg. Obviously, he had the first impression, yeah. Rose. Seems, seems super down to earth, super cool. Um, I do like, uh, I like Hunter Montgomery. I think Hunter is a mm-hmm. solid dude. Just I like him too. Quiet, down to earth. Yeah, just an amazing guy. Um, I really like Trey. Trey just seems like I'll pick if, 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 yeah, if there was anyone that reminds me of me on the show, the way I was portrayed, mm-hmm. I think Trey would be the most closest to that. So I really connect with Trey on that level. Like, I feel like he's getting the same kind of edit as myself and just the kind of guy that he is and the way he came off. Um, so I, really See, I like, like I like Connor the cat. Oh, you do? Yeah. He was okay. so funny. He was <laughs> like out there. I appreciated the cat. I appreciated the whole scene. I think it was like the best scene of the night. I, I thought it was genius the way he like got out of the limo. It was like, yeah. See, I like characters like that. Like Queen Victoria was actually like my favorite last season. I actually, yeah. I always loved the the crazy villain. Always. Oh, that's, that's why you like Yosef. <laughs> yes, love Yosef. I think my favorite from your season was. Um, I actually really like Zach. Zach Jackson, the one that won. Yeah. Zach oh, Clark. oh, the one that won. Okay. Okay, yeah, there's Zach Clark and Zach Jackson. Okay, Zach Clark's a great dude. So yeah, I'm really great. Dude. I'm glad you liked him the most. Yeah, solid guy. Okay, well, Katie's season just started, so there's really not too much we can talk about. Uh, do you have any like predictions, or how do you think she's going to do as a bachelorette? Well, she started off um, fantastic. She she's a dynamic person, uh, just so amazing, and um, it's cool that she, like I said, we have we built our little before the show so it's really cool that she is still cool with us afterwards and is still down to earth and the same person that we knew beforehand you know so that's really cool and I think she's gonna have a great season she knows what she wants she knows what she's looking for and 
I hope that um, some of the guys step up and I hope that I, I see her find love. And uh, I see that my guy Blake Moines is on there too uh, from the yeah. uh, promo. So I'm really excited about that. So do you think Blake and Katie could end up together? Like, how do you think that's going to go for him? They could. I think they could. They're both very sex positive and yeah. good stuff. And Blake's a really nice guy. Um, I think that she'll like him for sure. So it'll be interesting to see. And um, like I said, I, I chit-chat with him. Well, so I don't know, but I don't know anything. I, I I did not ask either what happens. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm watching it along. But they both know, so we'll see. Okay, cool. So what do you got going on in your life? What are you doing? What are you up to? Um, where can everyone kind of follow what you're doing? Yeah, so I appreciate you asking that. So I've been out of uh, journalism for three years. I was a local news reporter for uh, seven and a half, and I just got back into news, which is really fascinating cool. and exciting. What kind of news? I'm a reporter for Yahoo News, so I'm a national reporter and producer for Yahoo, and it's such a great outlet. I'm enjoying it so much, and I can't wait to continue to tell some uh, stories that that are meaningful to, uh, to, to, to to the country and to the world. And you talk uh, about the real shit. Yeah, man, the real the real deal. Um, also teaching at USC, I teach journalism, so that's awesome. And, and how do your um, students react to you being on the Bachelorette? They love it. They, they, they think it's fascinating. And the ones that are actually my students, uh, I think they like love having a professor that, that was on the bachelorette, but the whole, the whole uh, school of journalism was very supportive. And I had some people reach out that aren't my students and some professors. So that's really cool. And yeah, it's a good time. And uh, so yeah, people can uh, follow my stories on Yahoo and also follow me on Instagram at, at Garen Flowers, G-A-R-I-N or on Clubhouse at Garen. Yeah, I will have all your links in the description so they know where to find you. Everybody can check you out. You will be talking about The Bachelorette all season long on Clubhouse, right? I will. All season long, I'm going to be hosting rooms, and people will pull me into some rooms, so we'll see how it goes. Okay, awesome. Well, then everyone check him out. All right, guys. Well, that was my podcast with Garen Flowers. I, can I just say that I love that his last name is Flowers? Um, Garen is such a cool guy. Don't you guys think if you made it to the end of this podcast, can we all agree that Garen is a really cool guy? You guys have to check him out. He does journalism and entertainment hosting at Yahoo News. So he's kind of a big deal. And he was on The Bachelorette. So make sure you guys follow him on Instagram, on Clubhouse, um, wherever. He's pretty much everywhere. I'll leave all of his links down below so that you guys can totally check him out. Um, As always, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. I am back and better than ever and ready to take on this season of The Bachelorette with you guys. So make sure you guys listen every single Thursday. Watch my YouTube videos every Tuesday. Go to my TikTok. I think that's like the best place to keep updated on all things Bachelor Nation. We just hit 200,000 followers on TikTok, which is kind of an iconic moment. So Let's keep it going, guys. Let's keep growing and going and glowing. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. Have a great weekend. It's Pride Weekend here in LA. So I'm going to be celebrating all weekend long with lots of rainbows. And I hope you guys all have a great Pride Weekend as well. And a great weekend and a great Bachelorette season. Goodbye, guys. Oh, and subscribe to the podcast. Duh.